WV Uncommonplace. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate series to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies reviews and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episodes. The Uncommonplace digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommonplace. Welcome to West Virginia Commonplace. I'm JR, your host. Stacy's out, like always, on assignment doing something, uh, making the world better. So, we've had quite a few episodes to build up to this episode. This episode is the worst date ever. So, to start this off, the worst date ever didn't involve uh, Stacy, didn't involve Michelle, it didn't involve anybody that I had a relationship with. I will not say the name of the person, but I'll just give enough information away so if anybody knows the story, then they'll know the story. <laughs> they'll know that I'm telling the story. So, 2004, just getting out of high school. I'm out here, you know, I'm, I'm living my best life. I got the, I got the money and everything. Um, you know, I'm just living rent-free in my mind. And it was this young lady that I liked in school, and... I didn't approach her. I should have approached her earlier on and maybe things would have been different. But I waited till, you know, we were out of school. And I was like, let's go on a date. Talk to her a little bit here and there. The conversation, I think I hyped her up way too much. Let's get that out the way first. And, and me, I'm a personality, so I, I don't necessarily have to have the same personality matching me, but I've got to have more on the table. So that's no diss to her. It was just I hyped her up way too much. So, we planned this date, and um, it was just a real simple, you know, everybody knows, you know, she can't pick me up, it was cool, you know, you know how JR get down, and if you don't know, now you know, and the date was simple, we were going to go to Quiznos, and the reason I chose Quiznos back then is because that was a bake sub, Quiznos was a place that you could go, and like I said, it wasn't that I was on a cheap date, it was, I needed to see her face to face, and I needed to see if there was that interaction or that chemistry, because, you know, we was heavy on MySpace then, and I, you know, Facebook wasn't even in existence, we, you know, so my top five, you know, she had already made the top five, so she knew I was feeling it, you know, hands down, and when I express stuff to, to, to females, um, whenever I'm on the prowl forum, you know, I got the wordplay, and, and I, it's not that I know exactly what to say, but I knew that I didn't have to charm her because she already liked me because she liked me since elementary school. So, you know, I, I get myself ready. I got the nautica on, got my boat looking right, put on my nautica blue or whatever the stuff is. Got the curls looking like 3000. And, um, I don't know. I didn't even have the beard then. I was rocking the, the Jules Santana, the 50 cent chin strap. I had the chin strap on point. I went through and I grow facial hair like a wolf. So I shaved everything down and I got everything together and I was looking sharp, head on my Air Max 95s, the black and gray with the ash on them, with a little bit of red you can see in the bubble. So you know I was doing it. And then I threw on, back then, I still, I've always been a, a dude on point with my t-shirt. So I did my t-shirt game because we were going to Quiznos. I had decided not to elevate it to 
um, at that time, the O'Charlie status, because I wouldn't need an Applebee's. I wasn't old enough yet. <laughs> so it wasn't going to be an O'Charlie's thing because I was like, man, when you start doing O'Charlie's, it puts all these extra connotations. But going to Quiznos, that's kind of like almost like some, some some friendship type stuff. So she comes, she comes and picks me up. So that was the first flaw there. I should have picked her up. Um, so, so that's strike number one. Number two, I get in the car and we didn't say nothing. You know, she's like, we're still going to Quiznos. That's all we said till we got to Quiznos. And it was at least an eight to 10 minute drive. So I'm like, what's going on here? So, you know, we get inside the restaurant and, uh, or inside Quiznos. We order our subs and, and I, you know, I know my stuff to a T. So, you know, I got the, uh, freaking pastrami with the extra cheese all toasted extra but i got the six inch because i didn't want to look like i was my normal self because everybody knows i'm a, a bottomless tank i can crush food um and it just burst in my stomach like land mines so i get that i'm conservative and everybody that knows me knows that i drink soda so if i paid two dollars for a soda i'm gonna get me a two liters worth of soda out of that thing so you know we're sitting here and, and we're going back and forth talking and stuff and i realized that she like she avoided eye contact with me. And at that time, we had camera phones. I had the Nokia 3650. That was the round body with the uh, face plates that you could change. So I had the uh, the red one on because it matched my, you know, stuff I was coordinating. So, I, you know, back then we had this kind of etiquette. Like, I didn't go to my phone for anything because I had no reason to go to my phone. My phone was only for calling and texting. There were no instant messaging or nothing like that on my phone. So my phone wasn't a distraction. And in this instance, like, she went to her phone one time. So she went to her phone. And I was like, whoa. You know, I thought in my head, so I was like, let me go to the bathroom and, and, and check up on things with me. So I'm in there, hit myself with a little bit of water. Probably shouldn't have done that because, you know, the Lynchburg City water is good sometimes and sometimes it's not. Um, no shout out to them on that. But I'm in the, I'm in the, sh- I mean, I'm in the bathroom, so I cleared my face up. And I, then I realized that she just did an exit strategy. She hit something up on her phone real, real fast. So that our other friend that hooked us up, because it was a mutual friend that was probably one of, was one of my good friends in elementary middle schools that hooked us up. Uh, it was a bailout. So I'm thinking that. So when I come back out, you know, we eat, we conversate, blah, blah, blah. We talk about stuff, talk about ambitions and blah, blah, blah. And the conversation goes sour. And this is how this became the worst date ever. The conversation goes sour because while I'm listening to the goals and stuff, I'm realizing I'm like, shit. Everything she's saying is against what I do. It ain't aligning with nothing that's going to happen in my future. It's not going to even, this, I just, this just turned into an odd date. You know, I didn't know that it was going to end up being the worst date of my life. So we finished eating and normally I would go into my template and pull out something like the movies, the skate, even though we was over, we was 18, I still would have pulled out the skate ring just because it's fun and I'm a fun type of person. So I was trying to move in a certain way that uh, would be fun. Oh no, I pull out something. I'm like, yo, um, I knew that I knew her sister. So I was like, what's your sister up to? So we was like, so we went over to her sister's house and it wasn't even her sister's house. It was like a mutual friend of the friend and the sister and everybody was just chilling. So I'm over here and I'm quiet. I'm just listening to what's going on, blah, blah, blah. They're giggling and having a good time. And I realized, I said, damn, JR, you messed up. You eliminated all the factors that make you who you are by going over here. Because you don't know none of these people. So you, you're not going to be claiming, but you're going to do one of your icebreakers and get in a conversation. And your conversation is going to move the wrong way. So overthinking it, 
I didn't do my icebreaker. I, I went to the went to the bag again and pulled something out that was not my normal stick. So we I started talking about uh, movies and stuff. And movies weren't my thing then. I was into cartoons, wrestling. Uh, I watched movies, but I didn't have no catalog like I could say that I'm a Criterion film guy now. No, nah, I didn't have none of that. So if you ask me about Snatcher, you ask me about like something like this cult classic like Blade Runner. If you asked me about Rocky Horror Theater back then, I couldn't tell you shit. So I'm going into their conversation, and, and you know they're 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 a little bit more advanced than me with this because this is what they do. And it was getting to a certain time, so I looked at the clock, and I was like, it was like 10:30, and I really didn't have to go home, but I bailed out on that joint. I bailed out. I was like, yo, can we? I was like, uh, I gotta slide back to the house. I said I gotta do something. And uh, anyway, she drops me off, and instead of like my normal. Like, it wasn't like I was inviting her in to for the nasty or nothing like that. Normally, I just invite her in, like, come in, talk, chill, whatever. I didn't even do that. Like, um, I, I was like, whoa, all this hype and all these years, and this person is not what I expected. Which they probably could have said the same about me because, you know, I, I had this little facade like I was this, this, and that. So, it just it just stopped right there. So, she, she uh, said I had a good time, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't say whatever because, you know, I ain't really like that. But I felt in my heart, whatever. Because, you know, I'm light-skinned and stuff, too. And I just was like, nah, this ain't me. And this is before Drake stuff. This was just, you know, on some uh, R&B type shit. So it was cool. Um, I didn't call her back. She didn't call me back. So I knew that I had dropped the ball there. Well, in hindsight, looking at my illustrious career in Dayton, I realized that this date became the worst date ever because even when I was 16, 14 and my mom drove me and I still was going, when I was going on dates then, I had a pizzazz to me. I had uh, charisma. I had the enigma that I am and I was able to convey that on for a great evening. And then we're not talking about pressuring people into anything like that because this is not no Harvey Weinstein stuff, people. Not saying it like that. I'm just saying like, having a good time, people enjoying each other. It was a different time, so the way that we vibrated then or had vibes was different than what goes on now. So I'll say some time went past that, and I, I didn't even dwell on it. I didn't even dwell on it when I was young. When I got older and I seen how life progressed for both of us, we went different ways, whatever, still remain friends, still, still on Facebook, still follow each other on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, and we don't even talk about that no more. A lot of people, we don't even talk about the date, but it was just like, it was crazy because after that date, it set a new tone for me and it put me in a different place. But the reason that I look back at hindsight and say that it's the worst date is because everything that I am, even the person I was before with all the tactics and all the, the skill and all the templates and all that scientific stuff that I had, this one date, I faltered this one date, I could, I wasn't me. And to me, that's the worst day ever because nothing was going the way that I wanted to and I and I didn't even try to pick up the pieces I want them type of people I'm a builder I'm gonna try to work it out if it if it if it falls twice then I'm done with it but in this instance I just like uh this is not for me so go on later on in life and I'm going through my 20s I, I razzle and dazzle uh start a family on that one end after that several you know that family we broke up whatever go out here I'm a wild dude for like a year or so well I wasn't even wild but I was wild for a little bit then I got into a relationship then that relationship ended and then I 
the rest of my life happened. I look back and I was telling somebody because we were just talking about things, just like ranking stuff. I was like, yeah, I was like, so-and-so, this date we went on, it was so bad that I always remember it. And I said, and I never act like that ever again in my life. So that's the story right there. I know this, you probably thought that it was going to be a long episodic thing. No, it was real simple. It was the one date that I went on that I was so out of character that I couldn't be myself, that I wasn't myself. So it just didn't make sense um, for me at the time. And I didn't consider it the worst date I'd been on then. I had other failed attempts on, on dates. like, And when I say failed attempts on dates, I'm talking about like just securing a girlfriend. Um because it happens to everybody. I don't want nobody out, out here acting like they're the true player for real or they this, this, and that. Nah, nah, nah. We have losses. You do lose. If you do, don't lose, you don't learn nothing. Uh, mistakes, lessons learned. So anyway, now in life, you know, I, I got what the world was supposed to give me or what, what I needed in the world. So I look back on it and I laugh on it because I'm like, man, that was crazy. You actually went out here feeling the person that you were crushing on the heaviest all through school, finally get to go out with them. And my personal opinion was that they didn't meet my expectations. And I obviously didn't meet theirs. And we were, we're still cool to this day, but it was just like, dang, all that hype and all them years and just a fizzle. So on that note, that is the worst date ever for me. I am JR from West Virginia Commonplace. Please like, subscribe, check us out on Twitter, check us out on Twitch, check us out on Mastodon. I think we're going to be on there soon. Check us out any and everywhere that you have a podcatcher. And remember this, it's always fun to go in retrospect and remember things, good, bad, ugly, whatever. Um, the choices you have to make with that is, is that when you go back in that, that time capsule and you reminisce, that you don't take it to the point where you're triggering other people with it. It's not my responsibility to, um, you know, protect someone from being triggered, but you do have a, a respect for someone if they're involved in your story to keep them anonymous and keep them in a good spirit because they didn't ask you to tell that story again. And on that note, I'm done. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, Hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly, thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.